When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Age of Radio. <laughs> Aloha. Aloha. So how's Drew doing now back in school and everything? Mm, he's he's back in school and everything. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing it all right. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah. That's how it's going. <laughs> oh, by the way, that noise you're hearing in the background is Sushi, our new puppy. Uh, uh Sushi. He's a he's a mutt. I'm sure you've probably seen the pictures on all the social media. I videos. have. He's adorbs. He kind of is. That's why we keep him around. And the only <laughs> reason Steve's feeling the puppy blues pretty hard about now. <laughs> Last night, I think he was ready to chuck sushi like into the wilderness. It look. Oh no! Look, there's a very important reason we don't have a wood chipper, though we could definitely ah. use one. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! But he's a good boy. Yeah, he just... he's, he's not that bad. Just. Yeah. So we've been talking about getting a dog for like three years, like since we moved into this house. Yeah, one of us has been talking about getting a dog for three years. Hey, no, you said you also wanted, you you were one also us, down to get a dog. One of us was sure. We weren't sure which one. Well, so for like three years, we've been talking about this as like a perfect house for a dog. And we both agreed that we wanted like a low key dog. We wanted a dog who was like over two years old. So it was like already grown up and already good. Right. And so, of course, we, so got, we got a six-month-old puppy. We got a six-month-old so cattle dog So mix. we got a puppy, because that's that's the logical thing to do. Oh, and he's a cattle dog, pit bull, husky, coonhound. So he's just all asshole breeds. Yeah, he is a gangbang. He's, he's all asshole breeds. It's, you know what, I mean, man, you're lucky there's no, like, Queensland in him, or it would just be... Oh, that's what cattle dog hyper... is. Queensland healer. Okay, so, okay, so that's, oh, that's, oh, you're screwed. Yeah, he's you're, 23% you're just, according to his little DNA test he came with. You just have a hyper, hyper dog. I mean, man, to, if you wanted the cherry on top, you need a little bit of boxer. Right? Oh, that's why we got the pit bull, I guess. No, but, like, yeah, I guess so. really, he actually is very, like, his base personality is very low-key. Well, that's good. Like, he's just sleeping right now. He's he's actually a really good boy. But, you know, he's still an adolescent dog. He's seven months. So he's sure. in, like, peak sure. asshole stage. So, like, he's playing little games. Like, uh, he is crate-trained, but, like, at night we go to bed, he... He goes to bed, and then, like, basically as soon as I hit the bed, he starts crying because he wants back out. Of course. So we take him out to go potty, and he doesn't have to go potty. He just wanted to get out of his crate. No, yeah, right. He he wants to be free. He wants to be yeah. around you. So it's it's funny because, yeah, thing. like, 
he'll probably cry. It's not the fact that he's even maybe like 10 feet from you in his crate. It's the fact that he's not 10 feet from you out of his crate. Yeah. It's we, we put him in his crate. And he loves his crate. He puts himself in his crate, like, when he gets bored. He just doesn't lock the door behind him. Like it's true. <laughs> and then, like, Steve will get up in the morning, and then he doesn't want to get up with Steve. <laughs> no, I'm okay with that. No, no, you keep sleeping, buddy. But, yeah, he uh, he grew up with kitties, so he's good with the kitties. That's good. He gets, he, yeah, Steve yeah. says, hmm, he gets frustrated the kitties won't play with him. So he stands like three, four feet away from them and barks at them, and which is not the greatest, but it's still like the puppy bark. It's not, he, he's not using like his grown up like mean dog bark. Hmm. It's the so slow just, tail. Just the, the, yeah, the tiny like asserting dominance. More kind of the of like, oh my like, god, why aren't hey, you playing with me? Like the hey, frustration, come like, come on guys, let's do something. Let's go. Oh, god. <laughs> But like yeah. uh like when we go for our walks and stuff, uh he doesn't bark at deer, so like we've walked through a oh, whole yeah. herd of deer. He doesn't oh. bark at turkeys. Although if they take the turkeys take off running, he definitely wants to chase them. Okay. Alright. He only barks at other people that aren't his mom. There there is that. He bar he he has started uh resource guarding me specifically. Mm. But we have training okay. classes next week, so we can start breaking that. That's right. There you Break go. You. Break him. <laughs> we will we will break you. Yeah. But he's really good uh off leash recall. Like we practice out in the uh the fire road. He or he comes to me, Steve. <laughs> the road laughs. of fire. Um he laughs because <laughs> Steve went to go practice uh off road off leash training oh, yeah. and sushi ran back at Greyhound Speeds just back to the house. <laughs> yep. And I was like, well, he knows where the house is, so I can take my sweet ass time. He's he's aware where he's fed and sleeps. Yeah, exactly. Which is why it's like, oh yeah, just let him go outside. He'll be fine. He ain't going that far. He can't stand to be away from you for more than, I don't know, 12 seconds. It's, it's true. Jeez. And he does have separation anxiety, so he can't be left alone. So if we want to do something where we can't take him, we do need a dog sitter. So Drew, what I'm saying oh. is get three of them. <laughs> and he won't go to the backyard without us. Like he wants to play in the yard. Is is that you, Frodo? Is that like you every morning? <laughs> this cat attacks my feet every single morning whenever I try to leave for work. Aw, he wants you to stay. He wants to nap you. you. Know, I, he you wants know to hobble you, Drew. That's what he's trying to do. <laughs> I think he wants to hobble me. Here's the thing. He doesn't attack my feet if I'm like taking the garbage out and I and I go through the garage still, or if I'm carrying something out to the garage, or I'm going out to the garage to get something. It's specifically when I put on my shoes. Hmm. Now I don't know if he associates me putting on shoes with the fact that I will be gone for hours. But I don't know. He always wants to he always wants to attack my feet and I have to threaten him with a uh, Febreze bottle. <laughs> Not just a spray bottle, but a Febreze bottle. Oh yeah, no no, it's Febreze. Yeah. He's going to he's going to smell like a like a lush meadow, <laughs> like a mountain brush or something. Ah, <laughs> oh, pets, they're great, aren't they? A little bit. Let, it, let us know on Twitter at EILF Movies. All right, we're ready? <laughs> yeah, we're ready. All right, my notes here. Oh, you want to put the, the lash? Oh, oh, is that what you want from me? 
And while you're at it, could you also make me a goddamn sandwich? I already made you a sandwich. (laughs) Do it again. (laughs) Shut up. You had a gyro for dinner. That's true. Gyro. Gyro. By the way, Drew, Arby's has gyros and they're delicious. Man, I haven't been to Arby's in a long time. And I think the last time I went, I only went to get uh, curly fries. They have really good curly fries. I think that's all I went for. Man. You should go to Arby's. <laughs> and I think the last time before that, when I actually got like real food, man, was it for a, a cheddar? A beef and cheddar? Man, the, I don't know. I think it might have been for a beef had and cheddar. Past, yes. <laughs> that's the thing they have now. It's on the yeah. 247 menu. Yeah, I don't know. But Arby's is just not one of those places that I go. We have one in town, but I don't know. It's just not a place I frequent. Well, we do. But maybe, maybe I go get a gyro now. You like the meats. <laughs> we have, we uh, have so we the did meats. not have an Arby's in the Bay Area, and I fucking love Arby's. Like, hmm. I will eat me a roast beef sandwich any day, any time. Throw it down right now. It'll be in my mouth. <laughs> um... <laughs> And so we moved to Utah, and there's Arby's everywhere, and I'm very happy. There you go. We have it, what, two, three times a month, <laughs> if I'm in charge? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's a 50-50 chance between that and Dylan's. <laughs> All right. Well, our KFC is slow as fuck. Yeah, well, um, <laughs> in many ways. Yes. Uh, our Popeyes, I don't think, has ever gotten an order correct. No. Uh, that's why we want to try them, like, twice. <laughs> yeah. Our Taco Bell has never gotten an order correct. Oh, no. Our Taco Bell is as high as the people who eat there. And it's really uh, difficult to get to, like, from the road anyway. So, like, why would I go there? <laughs> yeah, so that's fast food talk for... <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Everything I if it had a mind, you could reason with it. If it had a body, you could sh- Yeah. yeah.
and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from, from Movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. Oh, we are continuing Gootober. Yeah. With 1988's The Blob. Why am I dripping with goo? <laughs> oh, babe, we are not alone for this one. What? I know, I know. <laughs> Save your cast for later, for you might need the air. We have Drew with the Real Fails Podcast. Welcome, Drew! Woo! Excited I am! Yeah! Uh, Drew, is this your first time watching this movie? No, it's not. But uh, it's it's not one that I have watched uh, copious amounts of time. I think this might have been my third watch through. And it it has been, uh, man, maybe like 10 years since I've probably watched it. And you know what? It was a damn good time to watch it again. A lot of things I didn't notice before. I don't know why it took me uh, half a second to kind of realize that, like, Shawnee Smith, and I'm like, oh, that's right. Well, yeah, that's all you're lady. In, you're in Saw. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, most of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was like, that girl looks familiar. Saw 2. <laughs> saw two, saw one, and, saw and the franchise. Three and four and six. I don't know. Gosh, <laughs> guys, <laughs> saw movies. Uh, maybe another month. Uh, babe, was this your first time? Oh no, no. This is a classic Halloween movie, Steve. Oh, this was my first time watching it. I know. I'm shocked. I, I, oh, Nicholas, right? <laughs> Whoever that is. No. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, this was one like I guess when I was a kid or whatever. Like I remember it. Like, commercials coming on TV, so I, like, saw, like, the blob, like, going down the sidewalk. And, of course, there's the one shot of the guy in the blob kind of thing. But, you know, early phases. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah I've never seen the it. the Cronenberg parts yeah, in the, yeah. uh, the commercials. <laughs> but, I yeah, it's a treat. I won't lie. This is a movie that, like, when I used to watch, like, the Halloween movie roundups on, on TV or whatever never really like excited me because it's because the commercials for it are always terrible yeah and it's like ooh, they're afraid of pink bubble gum how sad like how scary <laughs> yeah ooh. So they're afraid of pink and like yeah it's awesome yeah well we'll get to it before uh, we get into it babe i don't know about you yeah i'm a little thirsty oh i'm a little sober and it's uh drew i don't know if you're aware of this it's it's that time of year it's the most wonderful mm. time of the year. Where, where the spice must flow. Uh. <laughs> no, <laughs> okay. All right, it's also that time of year. But yeah! from Bohemian Brewery in Midvale, Utah, we have their Oktoberfest. Yeah! In honor of Gutober, uh, 5% alcohol by volume, and uh, my top. Oh, his top. Nice. And Le Pour. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh my god, see, Ooh. this is our first Oktoberfest of the year at the time of this year recording. It sure is. Ooh. Oh, it's a beautiful reddish-brown colored beer. Oh, yeah. has a creamy off-white head, lots of medium-sized bubbles. Medium-sized bubbles make me happy. Ooh. That's yeah. fun. I got like a little ASMR bubble action. That was good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, got a beautiful malty aroma on the nose. Smells really crisp as well, because it's a lager. Steve's got yeah. in for the sip. Yeah, real nice. Uh, malt forward, a little bit of like caramel notes and a little bit of breadiness and stuff in there. But just a nice, smooth, all-day drinking beer. 
See, yeah. you you say you say Oktoberfest, and immediately I think of that commercial where it's like your cousin from Boston, <laughs> and, he, and he points he points to the sign of Oktoberfest, and he's like, it says it's okay to beer fest. That's yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh and yeah, this, this wasn't a bad version of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guys, get yourself a Meritzen. They're delicious. Yeah, yeah. Trust me, your local guys have them. There's probably Sierra Nevada near you. Uh, where's some of the other... Oh, Sam Adams, obviously. From yeah. Boston. From Boston. Mm-mm. So, guys, The Blob. The 1988 version, not the... Uh, mm. What was it? Early 60s one with Steve McQueen. 1956, 56. I believe. Wow, was that far back? Damn. Yeah. Now there, now there was uh, Blob: The Return, which was a not so successful sequel. So maybe that might have been uh, what you were thinking of. Sixty-two, maybe. Yeah, but but, but yeah, Steve McQueen. That's one that basically like made him a star, but he wasn't really a huge star until like what late sixties. Right. <laughs> like okay. Bullet no, sorry. Stuff. Yeah, I, that's why it was a little weird. Like, oh, ten whole years. I got the exact date. So nineteen fifty-eight is for the Blob. Beware the Blob. Sorry, I was wrong with the title. Beware the Blob is 1972. Oh, 72. Oh, okay, okay. Nice. Well, this one, the 1988 version, comes from writer and director Chuck Russell. Who's he, Steve? Oh, well, I'm glad you asked, babe, because <laughs> this guy only makes great movies, such as Nightmare on Elm Street 3, The Dream Warriors. Shit, you yeah. damn That's a good one. No, I don't. <laughs> There's a lot of good ones. It is a good one. Yeah, it's probably the best one. I, I mean, I, I like two, but <laughs> I think it, I think it might be the most like fan favorite. Oh yeah, yeah, of, yeah, yeah. of the of the Freddy franchise. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's got the yeah. Dawkins soundtrack. So right. <laughs> uh, so after doing that, he followed it up with this. Then he did the mask. <laughs> yes, yeah. Jim Carrey's the mask. Uh, Eraser been on this podcast hey, before eraser's not bad i like eraser i like eraser too it's so dumb <laughs> even with the bad cgi gators and the oh my gosh the, yes the aluminum bullet rail gun <laughs> thing they have <laughs> yeah. like goes through everything i don't know <laughs> you can't bring anything on this dock unless you talk to us that's right <laughs> talk to the union uh bless the child don't know about that one I, you know what? I really like Bless the Child, and I, I always remember the scene, and it's in the trailer, but, like, the whole, like, here, are you gonna, why don't you jump after you? <laughs> yes, I don't even know that one. Oh, uh, it, it's it's just funny, because, like, they're trying to, like, you know, get the cocky little girl, like, prove her powers, and they're like, no, I believe, it's okay. Look, I can jump off the building, too, and fly and survive. And the little girl's like, go ahead. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Well, babe, one one we definitely know, the Scorpion King. Shit, yeah! Yeah, first of five, baby! Uh, I Am Wrath, the uh, John Travolta movie nobody watched. That's a we- that's such a weird movie, and I, I I hate the scene where he tries to like go quote unquote undercover and get the tattoo. Oh, okay, all right, that's right. We did see that. It was on Netflix. <laughs> Uh, and then he's actually got a movie in post-production right now coming Scott, up called wow. Paradise City, starring Bruce Willis, John Travolta, and Stephen Dorff. Take me Bruce Willis to the is... Paradise City. Yeah. 
Wow, Bruce Willis is coming back for another movie? I thought he was done. Willis and Travolta and Steven Dorff in, I'm assuming, straight-to-streaming prime. <laughs> huh. Well, I, I also see a uh, a remake of uh, the 80s uh, Witchboard on there in, post, in pre-production, so Ooh. I'm pretty excited about that, actually. Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, the story for this one from Irvine H. Milgate, uh, basically because he did the original. Uh, but screenplay by Frank Darabont. Who's he, Steve? Well, he did Nightmare on Elm Street 3 as well, followed by this, followed by The Fly 2, also on this podcast, Shawshank Redemption, (laughs) Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, The Green Mile, The Majestic, The Mist, he created the show Mob City, uh, shout out to friend of the podcast, Dana Gould, uh, the 2014 Godzilla, and The Walking Dead. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's some pretty good clout. Right? That's impressive. <laughs> you had me at Shawshank. <laughs> uh, so yeah, a lot, a lot of Stephen King stuff, though. Yeah, good for him. Mm-hmm. And of course, starring in this movie, we have Kevin Dillon, a.k.a. Johnny Drama, yeah. <laughs> as uh, as Brian Flagg. <laughs> I, okay, okay I, th- I thought he said flag a couple of times, and I'm like, oh, wait, was that a... Was that hate speech? What? <laughs> People were calling him flag and stuff. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Send up Calm flag. Down, guys. Uh, it's so- the mullet that we all need. Oh, by the yeah, his hair in this movie. My God. I Isn't hope it that's glorious? A it's it's like, so beautiful. Guys, it's Kevin Dillon with like a jerry curl. Like It's so good. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, Shawnee Smith as mm-hmm. Meg Penny. Who's she, Steve? Oh, well, you might... <laughs> you know, I, I would say you might know her from the Saw movies, but you don't know the Saw movies. I don't... The band. Band in this house. <laughs> yeah, well... I don't know. We keep getting them in those uh, mystery <laughs> bags. And <laughs> You are welcome to watch them while I'm at work. Oh, I've seen them all. Uh, <laughs> it's a slippery slope. <laughs> Donovan Leach as Paul. Uh, Jeffrey Damon as the sheriff. Bill Mosley mm-hmm. as Soldier in the Sewer. And uh, Frank Collison as Hob. <laughs> Babe, do you know who Frank Collison is? Who's he, Steve? He's the uh, hot dog guy from The Happening. Oh! I think he was the, the uh, projector guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, that, I think he is. Yeah. <laughs> my, my favorite, though, has got to be Paul McCrane playing another asshole. Which asshole was he? Oh, Paul McCrane, RoboCop the, guy, he, right? He, yeah, he's the oh, okay. RoboCop guy. He was the doctor in ER who got the helicopter landed on him. Um, he's also oh, what else is he in? He's in something else where he just he just plays a dick, <laughs> and he's so good at it. I wonder if that's like on his resume and stuff, or like his headshot or whatever. <laughs> like, if you yeah, need a dick, I'm, I'm a dick. your man. Wait, <laughs> yeah, don't take my own I'm a dick. <laughs> Art, I think Art Lafleur might have one of the funniest lines in the entire film, where it's like, "Hey, Daddy, here's my date," and then just stops, Rib, ribbed, <laughs> ribbed. <laughs> uh, so, Drew, how did you watch this? I assume you probably have a copy of like, like Blu-ray or something at home. I do. I have it on Blu-ray. It is the uh, Shout Factory or Scream Factory uh, release of it with the nice, uh, you know, colorful pink cover. I keep meaning to buy myself a. A pink Blu-ray case to put it in, Ooh. because I just think I think that would just look nice. 
I'm just thinking, like, pop out that Mean Girls DVD and throw this one in. <laughs> <laughs> if I if I like, owned Mean Girls. <laughs> like, trying to think of movies that came in that pink one, because I know it was a thing for, oh, yeah, uh, Legally Blonde, I think. Or was Legally Blonde, one. yep, that was insane. Oh, you know what? I would, I would own Legally Blonde. Mean Girls, I mean, I'm not, like, I'm not, like, opposed to it. I just, I don't see the point of owning it. I remember I... <laughs> I, I was I was subbing one time and I had a kid. We were talking movies and some kid like brought up Mean Girls and I'm like, yeah, okay, Mean Girls is fine. And they're like, what? Mean Girls is our generation's Breakfast Club. And I'm like, sit down. <laughs> you don't you don't get to say such blasphemy in here. Take take a Drew, breath, bro. Drew, Drew, don't worry. I'd probably say with that guy like, yeah, and Breakfast Club sucks too. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Shots fired! Oh, 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 oh Steve, the look, betrayal. The, be- the best part of Breakfast Club is when Emilio breaks that window with his dick. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate shockwave. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> the teenage motor. Oh my god! Watch it again, guys. It's what happened. Uh, babe, how did you watch it? Well, did- we streamed it. Yep, we did. Uh, we, we are members of the Blood Bank from the Bloody yeah. Bits Horror Podcast, and uh, they have it uh, on their collection viewing on Plex. So, oh, so fun. if you want to throw ten bucks a month their way, they have, fa- I think, like thirty five hundred movies. I think over three thousand of them are horror. So, if you're oh. a horror fan who watches, I don't know, three or four horror movies a day, Drew, uh, I I don't I don't know someone like that. Should I contact them? <laughs> Should I should I take notes now? <laughs> <laughs> That's bloody uh, was it patreon.com slash bloody bits. Anyway. Alright, so we start off. In space. You had me at 3000 <laughs> horror. <laughs> In space. <laughs> and uh then we just kind of pan down to a small town that I have written down. Is this place abandoned? <laughs> like I right? You almost think it's like abandoned and you're like, man, this is this is small town USA. Thank God America. When it's filmed in wasn't it filmed in like Georgia probably. or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably a suburb of Atlanta, I'd guess. <laughs> hey, it's where Walking Dead is done, so that makes sense, right? Right. I mean like but like the, the, the camera like coming in overhead, it's surrounded by forestry and all that jazz, and I'm like where is this? And then you, you realize like it's Sacramento, but I'm like, this doesn't look like Sacramento. No. It doesn't Where know. They, 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 they mentioned like the nearest big town or something is Sacramento. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so this is what? Like Placerville this or whatever? Is, this, or? this is Colfax. Cool. Yeah. Grass Valley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could be Placerville. <laughs> or what? What? Uh, Murphy's. Like one of those. Yeah. Kind of shit yeah. Those right? little mountain towns. Yeah. Grass Valley. <laughs> very, very per- Central Valley localized references here. <laughs> Somebody per- else is like, oh shit! Oh shit, that's us! <laughs> so, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, but then we find out that, I don't know, the 2,000 people in town are all at the big football game. Yeah! And we see uh, Shawnee Smith, she's a cheerleader, of course, why not? And uh, we see this other guy. We found out his name's Paul later, but I have written down as wide receiver. And uh, him and his buddy are talking. Like, hey, that cheerleader totally wants you, man. Oh, don't worry, I'll ask around. You know, when the time is right. Uh, (laughs) Smash cut to him, you know, running one of them outward hook patterns, catching the ball and getting, like, tackled by three dudes. 
on the Gatorade table right in front of her. He's like, "Will you uh, what are your plans tonight?" <laughs> oh, hey, guess what? The time is right. <laughs> right, guys, the time is always right. <laughs> well, okay, scratch that. Maybe not at a funeral or something. <laughs> Then again, hey, I know your grandma's been dead for like, you know, two days, but, you yeah. know, she's not the only one who's stiff here. Hey. <laughs> oh, Here's yeah. my card. <laughs> and it's and it's the the RoboCop guy. If you need a dick, I'm your man. <laughs> if you need a dick. <laughs> oh, fantastic. So... <laughs> Why aren't we writing movies, Steve? <laughs> get Hollywood on the phone. <laughs> oh, I'm writing them. I just gotta get somebody to read them. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so, so then we cut to uh, Johnny Drama. Uh, he's drinking, uh, you know, like a like a broken down bridge or whatever. And I'm like, okay, cool. Who's this guy? I, I and so they they reference before like, oh yeah, that cheerleader. She's going out with blip blip blip. Like I'd even write down the guy's name. Was that was that supposed to be Johnny Drama, or is that just some dude we've never seen? No, wasn't that um, Scott? Was that supposed to be uh, was that Ricky Paul uh, Golden's no, it, role? It, or like, no, like it was Scott and uh, Paul or whatever talking, but he's like, uh, like, oh, you should ask her. Like, oh, I don't know, man. You know, she's going out with derp to derp. Oh, she's dating so and so. Yeah, but but oh. I don't think we ever see that person, right? I don't. I don't think so because it's not one of them and it's not johnny drama so <laughs> no because it, i mean it seems pretty you know on point that like you know he asks her out and then that's that's that like they're yeah. gonna meet up yeah yeah well and, and, and i assume the dad would know this dr dark guy oh jeez. You know? <laughs> but uh yeah johnny drama he's uh he's got a few beers in him and he's thinking you know what I'm going to Knievel this bitch. Revs up that motorcycle is. He's heading towards the ridge. Starts sputtering out. And he goes, oh shit. Like falls down the little hill or whatever, the bridge. And uh, I, I love the hobo just applauding. <laughs> like, good job. Good job there. Yes. Yeah. With his little dog too, watching him. Yeah. Jesus. Give him a little bit of applause, you know, like, good for you. <laughs> good, good for you. <laughs> yeah, but then, uh, speaking of uh, the time is always right, we see Sheriff Herb. He's, you know, getting a little bite to eat at the local diner and hitting on the waitress, who I swear was the waitress from Twin Peaks. But, uh, right? <laughs> but he's, uh, he's, hmm. he's basically like, so, um, you know, uh, yeah, I, I guess like the rush from the football game is about to come in. And he's like, uh. So yeah, if you if you're not doing anything this weekend, you know, uh, maybe here's my number, you know, that kind of a thing. Are you hitting on me? <laughs> yes. Are you asking me out? <laughs> yeah, I, I love I love like the the sudden muster of like you know confidence in him, and he's all like, yeah, I I guess I am. Okay. Well, let me shoot you down. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the reaction when it's like, are you asking me out as opposed to. Oh, aren't you my dad? Yeah. <laughs> no, nobody? All right. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, Rush comes in, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Uh, then Johnny Drama, he's taking his bike. I, I guess he broke a couple things in the fall or whatever. He takes it to the local garage. Um, and basically the, the main mechanic guy there, I forget his name, is like Ralph or... Oh, no, it was like Moss, right? 
Uh, let me get his name. I'm, I'm like scrolling through the cast. <laughs> Ma- Moss might have been right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is Moss. Okay, it is Moss. Moss. Yeah, played yeah. by uh, Bo Billingsley. Yeah, yeah. Okay, perfect. So, but and yeah, he's basically like you know, hey, can I borrow your racket set? And he's like, er, a racket set, ratchet, ratchet set. set. That's ratchet. yeah. Like <laughs> Steve, Steve, he's not playing tennis in this motherfucker. No, um, <laughs> his ratchet set, and uh, <laughs> and he's like, I don't know, man. I kind of need it. Winter's coming, and I gotta fix all these snowblowers and snow machines and shit you know check off snowblower over here and uh it's just, it's just like how long do you think he's gonna have it yeah <laughs> like is he gonna keep it for months on end no it's like yeah, he football, just wants to fix his bike yeah, football season just started you got plenty of time i don't know might get an early early uh, blizzard in here <laughs> yeah. so then uh so then we cut tonight and uh the hobo is out there with his dog and he Aww. almost gets hit by a comet. Like, he sees it coming and just, like, zooms right over his head, Men in Black style. Because, of course, much like, you know, Stephen King in Creepshow, if, or, yeah. you know, or uh, Ooh, old Fred, it. I think, in Killer Clowns from Outer Space, yeah. if you see a giant flying bright thing in the sky, you gotta go investigate. <laughs> Drew, you're totally stealing my what I learned from this movie. No, no, I'm just playing. <laughs> I can go back and erase it. <laughs> oh no, I edit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, don't worry, I'm way ahead of you, fucker. <laughs> yeah, so he, maybe basic, but at least he's smart about it. He grabs his hatchet and goes <laughs> to check it out. <laughs> and uh, yeah, there's uh, he, he goes to check it out, and there's like this little rock, I guess, in the middle. I guess meteorite or whatever. But it's like cracked, and you see inside there's like this pink goo. Ah, Gootober! Ah! And, uh, you know, being the scientist that he is, he pokes at it with a stick for a while. But then it just crawls around <laughs> the stick and grabs his hand. Ah, fuck! <laughs> uh, meanwhile, across town, uh, where are their names? Paul and Scott, they're at the uh, the local grocer, I guess. The little pharmacy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Pharmacy. Yep. And, uh, you know, Scott's got a hot date, so... Uh, He's got to go get some uh, some Trojans and some Banaka, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but but then uh, I don't know Father O'Malley, I don't know, the the father of the town, the the, the church guy. This he, is this is the moment that I absolutely love, where he he pulls off the whole like, oh, they're not for me, they're for my friend here. And of course, the writing is so clever, where you know he tells like, oh, he has this girl, but you know I had to drag him here just to get the protection, Father. And then he looks over, he's like, let's go. I can't keep this girl waiting all night. And he's like, you see. You see? Yeah. And then he leaves. And I swear, all I ever wanted was the father to look at the pharmacist and say, Pack of Trojans. Don't worry. Yeah. They're, <laughs> right. they're for me. They're for me. Trojans. Magnum. You know the usual. <laughs> I'll, I'll take the, the, the Father Smith. <laughs> I'll take the Father Smith package. <laughs> all right. That's three enemas and two Trojans. It'll be fourteen ninety five. Pack of Trojans and your preparation H. Yeah. No, uh, but... But yeah, so that happens. Um, yeah, what happens from here? Oh yeah, so then we go to Meg's house. Uh, Meg's the the cheerleader, Shawnee Smith or whatever. And uh, I guess like her little brother and his friend are like trying to convince the mom, like, "Oh come on, I want to go see this movie. It's like Blood Massacre three or whatever." It is. Garden Tool, Garden Tool Massacre. Oh, that sounds like a porn. Which was actually a movie at the time. Wait, what? Oh yeah, shit, Garden, babe, we could find this Garden movie. Tool Massacre. Yeah. 
I mean, it's no microwave massacre, but oh, and I love Mar. Uh, so Garden Tool Massacre, or maybe it wasn't at the time, but Garden Tool Massacre uh, came out in 1997. So maybe someone oh. made it based off of this joke. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, like what ten years later or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but of course, the mom's like, "Oh no, you can't see them violent movies and blah 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 blah." Don't blah. worry, mom. There's no tits in it. My <laughs> brother's in Usher. <laughs> You'll get us in. Oh, fine. I'm just going to go hang out at his house. And I'm instantly like, the fuck you are. You're staying right here. <laughs> right. I'm like, what parent is like, okay, well, he told me he wasn't going to go. <laughs> He's definitely not going to go. Yeah. Then, uh, ding dong, Paul's at the door and, uh, looking to pick up Meg. And, uh, and of course she's like, well, I want you to meet my dad first. Smash got to it being the pharmacy guy. Ribbed. Ribbed. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah drama uh, we see giant drama again he's fixing his bike at night with without a flashlight and i'm like that's smart that's how you do it um <laughs> but he then hears a noise what's that over there hey hey uh, i got a knife or something <laughs> and uh, we see the the hobo guy he's like coming out of there and uh i don't know he's like He's like screaming, like ah, like trying to hack his fucking hand off with the hatchet. Oh my gosh! Him grabbing the hatchet and like nearly hacking his hand off was such a great little scene because your your brain is like ah, oh, oh no, gross! And then he stops him, and you're like, no, it was almost off. Right? <laughs> he was almost free drama. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, of course, yeah, he get like tackles him or whatever. Like you're like. Oh, no, that's right. He, like, chases after you the run, hobo he guy. He runs him into the road, yeah. That's right, that's right. And then, uh, you know, Paul and Meg, <laughs> you see them in the car, have a little awkward conversation. Like, I have no idea why your dad reacted that way. I, it's like, that's so awkward. I'm so sorry. I've had better first impressions. And I, I hate the fact that we have, I mean, even, even if he is, like, the local hooligan, like, sorry, why do you immediately think that he attacked a random homeless man and drove him into the street? Is this just for kicks? Yeah. I never I never understood, like, how he could possibly have... I, I mean, I guess, like, the logical conclusion is, like, let's help this guy. No, no. We have Paul wanting to hassle Brian. Not ask, like, <laughs> what happened? What can we do to help? Well, Drew, you've Let's seen Stephen it. King movies, right? <laughs> <laughs> Those kids are fucking evil, and they'll just try to kill just about anybody for no reason whatsoever. No fair. No fair. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Outlander! <No. laughs> we have your woman! <laughs> so, so, yeah, so basically, uh, Hobo Guy's running, he's still got the thing on his hand or whatever, but boom, gets hit by Paul's car. Like, oh shit. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, they end up taking him to the hospital. And I love how they're like taking him in and the nurse, uh, I, I don't know, receptionist or whatever is like, hold on a sec. Oh yeah. She, she could not be bothered. She had to finish her paperwork. Yep. How can <laughs> hey, I help you now? <laughs> related to a nurse. Wildly accurate. Oh yeah. Do you think she's oh, I'm sure. to somebody? Oh, yeah. I'm and, sure. then, and then it's like, how can I help you? Oh, my friend here, he's got this thing. Oh, well, he got hit with the car. Blah, blah. Is he a member of Blue Cross? Does he have any kind of medical insurance? Like, well, I don't know. Some hobo <laughs> just hit with the car. Just trying to get some help here. Right? Yeah, it, it seems completely like, man, you're in this tiny little town 
where on clearly on a Friday night, everyone's at the football game. It's like watching Best of Times with Robin Williams. Like everybody in Taft went to the game. Lady, do you think you're seriously that busy that you cannot get up and help? Come on. Well, well, we didn't stick around for the fourth quarter of that game. There's a lot of ACLs blown. (laughs) I I was about to say, uh, Drew, have you been to a game? Do you know how much drinking is involved? Yes. (laughs) And then everybody's driving home because it's several miles away. She's she's ready for it. She's ready. It's a Friday night. She was hey, just like just like the diner. Exactly. The diner ready rush for to come in. <laughs> They're like, oh, here they come. That's <laughs> uh, funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because they're dying. <laughs> uh, so, so like uh, an hour or two later, they're just kind of sitting around and they're like, yeah, sorry, sorry, this first date kind of sucks. And she's like, yeah, I've had worse. I'm like, wait, really? I'm sorry, <laughs> what now? Where's that flashback at? Uh, <laughs> but but then uh, Paul, or whatever, he like goes back because I, I I think he like hears a noise or something, and of course, well, the... and he wants to turn in the paperwork too, right? Because oh, he's yeah. he's I basically right. he's like filled out as much as he possibly could. Like, how much? What else is he filling in aside from like mail, old, yeah, uh, non-relative, <laughs> age? I don't know, a hundred. <laughs> diseased probably allergies uh <laughs> no <laughs> or just right yes allergy uh, sure why not <laughs> smells bad yeah but uh but he starts wandering back and of course in this hospital <laughs> Does there's not like smell like teen spirit <laughs> yeah so he starts wandering back and of course there's like no lights on this hospital because it's a horror movie and uh and, and then he sees something like trying to just fucking erupt out of his chest like a xenomorph or something it's there's like like there's movement underneath the blanket Uh, like something is like you know squirming around which doesn't look like it should be the case and also the head is kind of you know moving back and forth and so i mean hell i'd be curious like let's see if the guy we brought in is gonna be okay yeah so he's like doctor doctor where the fuck is the doctor and he's i don't know having a smoke break or something and he's like all right oh no he's with, he's with a patient he's with a patient at that time oh, he was in his office that's right yeah, this doctor though is about as bothered as the nurse was yeah. like jesus christ you're right. fine i'm gonna go look at the guy who hurt his fucking hand i'm gonna stop this goddamn heart surgery <laughs> holy shit his bottom <laughs> half is burning goo yeah this was the hand injury <laughs> yeah right so yeah, they end up uh, calling the sheriff, and uh, in the background you can see like the blob, this little like pink purplish mass is like crawling up the side of, up the wall and onto the ceiling. The little acid drops as he's calling the police, and and then finally that's when he looks up and it you know drops on his face. <laughs> oh my god, this this is where this movie, along with probably the next kill scene it comes down to the point where it's not as impressive but it's almost there with the thing you know what i mean with the practical effects of how they're making things look and how just like it is nightmare fuel oh yeah with the fact that like it's stripping away the skin i know it's a prosthetic for uh and a dummy for part of it but did you know that uh, Shawnee Smith did not know that it was uh, really Donovan Le- uh, Leach Jr. underneath the goop. 
when he's like reaching out when he's reaching out his hand and he's screaming she, it was supposed to be the dummy and that's what she's supposed to respond to but when it's really him screaming underneath like you know the the translucent nickelodeon gack yeah like it <laughs> like it's actually him and that's why that's why that sheer look of like fear on her face is so is so real yeah oh yeah it, 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 so it's it's the image everyone knows from the movie because it's all like all the the preview things the posters and, and yeah, the, yeah, yeah the yeah yeah but it's just like oh help me <laughs> it's oh my it's god it's horrifying and then just peels the skin right yep. off and just, yep yeah oh my ugh. gosh fantastic stuff uh, <laughs> and, and then we cut to i don't know 20 minutes later and the cops have showed up and they're like all right obviously she's delirious because you know uh, you know women am i right <laughs> It, it's so weird that they're like, man, I'm. we need to find the person who did this. And then immediately Brian gets pulled up in the car and we have, you know, please hire me. I'm a dick, Paul McCrane. And he's like, maybe we already have. And it's like, really? Really? Because he was totally here when this happened? Yeah. Well, it, oh, oh, okay, that, 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 that'll come back later in the movie. <laughs> so, right, I know. Because uh, Meg says something to him, and I'm like, he doesn't even know that happened. <laughs> you know? Like, uh, anyway. But, uh, but, yeah, so Meg gets taken home by her parents, and, you know, she's having a rough day. And uh, they, they take uh, Brian, you know, Johnny Drama or whatever, uh, to interrogate him. We then cut to make-out point where we see Scott with his date. Oh. Ugh. I okay as as nauseating as this scene is mm -hmm. because he's just such a creepazoid. Oh yeah, I really love his organization and stock in, in his trunk. Yes, I absolutely. Love the trunk. <laughs> I love the trunk, and I also love the fact that he has duplicate football rings yeah. <laughs> to give to girls to yeah, make yeah. them feel special. Yeah, a but whole my, box of the back of my brain, a whole box. But in the back of my brain, I'm like. You dumbass! Don't do this in this small of a town. <laughs> yeah, fantastic stuff. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, so he goes back to make some special drinks, and we see the little POV shot, I guess, of the the blob like crawling around the the grass and getting closer to the car. And then, uh, yeah, he uh, goes back in the back seat and is uh, date Vicky or whatever. Apparently, she's just passed out or whatever like oh maybe i made these a little too strong and then he's like looking down her shirt like oh man that is a it's a nice blow she got a, there it's uh it's a great gotta, blow. gotta be hot shit. though right Ooh. i'll just i'll just get this for you <laughs> yep and then uh and then he uh reaches in and uh things start getting really weird but then it just fucking jumps out, grabs his arm, and like, I don't know, she goes fucking large Marge on his ass, and just little tentacles and stuff pop out of her right? face and grab him. I'm like, oh shit. That's what you And get. then her face like caves in a little bit, and he's screaming and kicking, and you know what? It's, again, another moment of great little special effects, practical, and it works. It works. Yeah. Worked on me. <laughs> and, then, and then we see the blob going to the sewer afterwards like ew, doo, doo. and then like it pants the city like oh yeah now i got a whole city to suck up <laughs> <laughs> this world is my oyster yeah uh so yeah they're interrogating drama back at the the police station uh but they, yeah they let him go because 
seriously, they, they were grasping at straws. Um, but then Meg's there, and she's like, oh, yeah, I came to bail you out. <laughs> and, and, and he's like, yeah, well, they don't accept credit cards. And I'm like, and nothing has changed in 40 years since. Could you imagine if they actually accepted credit cards for, for bail? Yeah, I could imagine it. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I think that's it, it, I just famous. I just think there would be more more like fraud. Right. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. <laughs> you're like, yeah, Drew, this is how we're going to work yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Drew, that's that's why they don't do it. <laughs> no. I, that's but, the point, but, Stephen. But, but they also probably don't accept cash. Like, it's all got to be a fucking check because fucking DMV. Ugh. Any government institution. <laughs> it's got to be a check. Well, I mean, yeah, this is, yeah. I, 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 oddly enough, the uh, the opposite is for our school with the finance office. It actually has to be a card or cash. They will not accept checks. Yeah, that's why schools which don't is, have money. No, I'm just kidding. Which is interesting. <laughs> oddly enough, we actually have a bank on our campus. What? We have like we have a, a tiny little um what am I trying to say? A tiny little uh credit union branch. No, we have know. a tiny little branch oh, sure. uh on our campus where the kid where kids could actually get uh jobs through the bank and they're basically what, like <laughs> Yes. Yes, Steve, yeah, hand jobs hand in a stuff, in a high Steve. school. I like a cash in this I mean, coupon. <laughs> You don't want. I mean, you don't want high schoolers doing mouth or butt stuff yet. All ham stuff. Oh. No beaches. <laughs> thank, thank you, Izzy. <laughs> let's have some. Let's have some standards, Jesus. Yeah. Look, I'm trying to. Guys, protect- you heard it here. Drew is pro beach. Hey, so. Look, trying to protect the children, Steve. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> trying to. <laughs> Ribbed. <laughs> Ribbed. Jesus. <laughs> so- oh. So anyway, uh, yeah, so, yeah, trauma. He... How do you possibly segue from that? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Drew, I'm choosing to ignore it and just say segue from what? <laughs> so, 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 so speaking of hand jobs, uh, drama goes across to the diner for a sandwich. So, just go just go i'm so, listening i'm listening and uh meg follows behind and she's like i need your help there's something going on here nobody believes me but you believe me and has one to be like but believe what i i have no idea what's going on <laughs> leave me alone i need a tuna melt wait did you say a blob is it like eating people i just knew it was snot on some guy's hand and that guy pulled in for questioning I don't understand. Oh man, the the questioning that he got from the uh, you know Paul McCrane's character, I hated it. Oh, it's yeah. like, well, no one knows who your dad is, so we can't really release you. And your mom's always a drunk, so she's no use. And I'm just like, wow. And everybody an knows ass. she doesn't get off until one a.m. down at Cheetahs. Oh yeah, oh, I'm getting off. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Izzy. <laughs> I'm getting off of cheetahs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and uh, Meg also says, and the blob's getting bigger. And I'm like, I mean, technically you don't really know that. I mean, it was bigger than the thing on the guy's hand, but. Right. It... I mean, if, if that's what she's basing it off of, then, I mean, she's basing it off of the size of what was on the guy's hand. What actually encompassed Paul's body? But it may have just been super thin. <laughs> I mean, she did see him through it. 
<laughs> the end. So we're saying that the blob is a grower, not a shower. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's... All right. And then, <laughs> oh, and then, uh, yeah, around this time, too, like the sheriff is like, I don't know, looking at the uh, the receipt or whatever from uh, the diner. And he realized that, uh, I, I guess she was flirting back his rights off. I'm off at 11. And he's like, oh, shit. Like I have a, it's I 11 have a o'clock. <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> You can uh, you can handle this uh, trail of murder, right, deputy? <laughs> uh, so we're at the diner, and uh, yeah, they're still talking or whatever. Uh, and in the back, we see uh, you know the the dishwasher guy. Ah, I forget his name, but but the the clo- the drain is clogged in like the big sink, and like they try using the plunger, and you know the the dishwasher guy's like, yeah, don't worry, I'll take care of it. Man, it's not working. Well, I'm just going to stick my hand in there, and I'm like, nope. Let me, jeez, let me nope. just stick my hand right exactly that. I'll stick my hands in shit. No. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, Drew, what happens? <laughs> oh, well, I mean, we... The unclogs the drain, the water goes down, fine. Roll credits, <laughs> right. guys, what do we Roll think credits. of the blob? Good night, Good night <laughs> movie. Steve wants to Man. reshoot the blob, like, scene for scene, <laughs> yeah. but without the blob, just, like, people having accidents, and, like, then nothing happening yeah. to the rest of them. Yeah, the guy gets startled looking at the, the hobo guy and, like, jumps out the window accidentally, and they're like, no, it must have been the blob. It must have been the blob. Uh, well, let's see, he decides to reach inside the drain, come back out with goop on his hand, and go, what is this? And then the blob proceeds to shoot out its tentacles or extremities and grab him and then pull the him face. down through the drain face first. Yep. As like the the diner lady and like other people like staying in the doorway watching it, and you see like the feet kind of going down the drain and shit. I'm like, uh yep. So I mean like when when I remember I remember when I first watched this, I was like how? How is it doing this? It would have to, like, break all the bones and make everything just so, you know, form-fitting to go through that hole. But later on, we see when, you know, uh, the head scientist guy is holding on to the gun, it has enough force to snap the gun in half, so sure, oh, yeah. why not bone? Yeah, yeah it's got leverage. I, yeah. I mean, true. I mean, this this is where its predatory and animalistic instinct is automatically coming in, because it's... It's definitely just wanting to eat. It's and hungry. it knows it knows how to survive. And I wouldn't say that it is intelligent. I would definitely say it has the like predatory instinct because it knows how to stalk. Yeah. That's okay. that's definite. So I don't know. It's it's weird to try and like gauge its actual intelligence, but it's definitely smarter than a lot of movie monsters that I've seen. It's learning, you might say. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Muldoon. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, then uh, after he you know, sucks down the dishwasher, dude, then it just comes flying out of there, black, and like pulls onto the ceiling. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a Johnny Drama and Meg. They, uh, they fucking run, run off and go hide in the freezer. <laughs> but uh, the waitress, oh, man, she like starts busting out the window and jumps out and goes to the nearest payphone. And I guess she's trying to call Herb the sheriff. And, uh, <laughs> but, but Herb's already there. <laughs> yeah. We see the blob going over the, the payphone. 
the little payphone booth or whatever. And then oh. we see the sheriff get pressed up against the window, already like half melted. And at first I was like, wait, is that the sheriff? And then you see the sheriff badge come up. I'm like, oh, you see perfect. the sheriff badge and the, the dummy. They got his teeth right. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and I pray, I hope and pray that poor woman was actually not inside of the phone booth when they like erupted all the goo inside. I pray that was a dummy Drew, because if that you're was, gonna it, have if to that stick was around stunt... for fun facts for that one, because no, are they super fun facts? They are super fun, fun facts. facts. <laughs> oh no! Oh, stay. So stay tuned. Is this gonna be like Shelley Duvall in The Shining? Like they're just gonna traumatize a bunch of poor. Oh women shit! <laughs> so anyway, drama and Meg uh, sneak out of the oh, freezer no. eventually. Just moving on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but the blob's gone, so they're like slowly sneaking out, and they just go into town. And then we see, uh, you know, Father O'Malley, or Father, uh, the, the father. Uh, father Meek, or Merrick, or something? Sure, Father, father it, Merrick, we'll go with that. Meeker, Reverend Meeker. Oh, okay, Reverend Meeker. Very good. Uh, he, uh, he sees the blob just walking down the street or whatever and going down into the sewer. And it's like, oh, sweet Jesus, I'm sorry. What about it? I feel like he's got a super Irish accent or something. No, he's just a dude. I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, sweet mother of Marty. <laughs> now, to, now to take care of the transporters on the Enterprise. <laughs> I'm giving it all she's got, Captain. <laughs> it's clinging on to the nacelles. <laughs> Keiko. Anyway. <laughs> you say Keiko. <laughs> Is, 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 is that O'Brien's wife? Yeah. Okay. It is O'Brien's wife. She's the most useless character. How dare you? She's a teacher, Drew. And she's a botanist. She becomes a teacher later. She's a botanist first. The teaching I'm right, assuming you know makes what? money. You know fine. I'll substitute that in. I would rather have Keiko than Cass. Look, she, she's the teacher no and the drug dealer. Both... I'll take it's, Keiko over Barclay any day. Oh. Yeah, any fucking day. Well, thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah. This has been swell. <laughs> Hashtag Barclay ban. Anyway. Hashtag ban for Barclay. By the way, come buy our new t-shirt. Barclay is the worst. Over at Venus slash user slash. No! I forbid it! <laughs> come on over to T Public forward slash Real Phil's podcast for Barclay for life. <laughs> okay, for realsies though, Steve and I had this discussion why we both despise Barclay. <laughs> That's fine. Um, we've both worked with Barclays. Barclay. Barclays are the worst. Barclay has failed upward. Barclay, everybody's like, oh yeah, this guy's a genius. You totally want him in your department because they need to get him the fuck out of their department so they yep. get some goddamn work done. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a hot potato game. Exactly. He's. <laughs> It, apparently in the 24th century you can't be fired for incompetence so they just pass you on to the next ship up and then eventually yeah. he makes it to the enterprise and they're yeah. like well what the fuck are we gonna send him space and literally every single one of his problems is because he wasn't paying the fuck attention too busy whacking it in the holodeck so anyway well. back in uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay. so uh what happens oh yeah the father goes to like check out the diner and sees it's all destroyed and empty uh but he notices something weird with one of the windows that got shattered there's some 
pinkly purple colored crystals or whatever. And so he uh, scoops them up, puts them in a little jar, and I don't know. I assume he just takes them home because they're pretty. We'll never see it again. It's nope. okay. Nope, definitely not going to come back. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, what happens from here? Oh, yeah, so um, uh, Megan uh, Drama, Brian or whatever, uh, they go to the sheriff's office. And they're like, hey, where's the deputy? Oh, he's up at Elk, Elkins Grove. Or, oh, wait, isn't Elk Grove one of the cities up there in, uh, in the yeah. Elk, Elk, Elk Grove yeah, sounds yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there we go. But, yeah, anyway. Um, so like, all right, cool. We're going to go, we're going to go meet him up there. And you know, they drive up there on the motorcycle or whatever, get go into the woods with their lights on and, or no, that's right. They, they're like wandering in the woods and it's all dark and spooky. And then all of a sudden lights start popping up everywhere. Like it's fucking X-Files. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, people on helicopters and hazmat suits and, you know, it's the biocontainment team and they surround them and they're. Like, uh, you know, what's going on here? Oh, well. It, it's the crazies. That's all it is. It's the government coming in and, you know, shutting everything down. Yeah, apparently, uh, yeah, it was a Dr. Dr. Meadows or whatever is like the heading yep. up the unit. And he's he's dropping all the exposition. He's like, oh, yes, uh, there was a meteorite that crashed up here. We believe it's contaminated. So we're, uh, you know, putting the city on, on war- quarantine you for know, everyone's safety. Dinosaurs were killed by Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, why do you think the dinosaurs just died overnight? And I'm like, uh, are you guys serious right now? Is that what we're going to go with? All right, I'm in. <laughs> because it's not really a meteorite. <laughs> That's right. Oh, man, this is going to uh, transition smoothly into Die November next month. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, then we cut to a couple making out, and then a chainsaw guy pops up wearing a chasing mask, and I'm like, this this has to be the movie that the kids weren't supposed to watch, right? Cut to, uh, yep, they're at the movies. <laughs> I love uh, the guy in the back. He's like, okay, watch the girl. She's going to run up there, and she's going to get stuck. Watch her. Oh, look at that bitch. Okay, it's, yes, you see. <laughs> <laughs> Drew, I've got some sad, sad news for you. That guy's a podcaster just like us right now. <laughs> It's okay. I've 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 come to accept it. So. <laughs> oh shit! Do you think he's doing the three hundred uh, horror movies in in October or whatever? He can try. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my face. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, yeah, they're at the movies. Uh, we then go up to the projection booth where we see the uh, a young hot dog guy from The Happening, you know, twenty years earlier. <laughs> And, uh, I, I, you know what? I really like the guy who's running the booth because I used to watch him when I was a kid in Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman, Frank Collision, who plays Hobe. I, I watched him in Dr. Quinn. And so immediately when I saw his face, I was like, oh, I know that guy. He ran the general store. <laughs> nice. Maybe that's what we got to do next after uh, Captain Powers, Dr. Yes. Quinn. No. <gasps> no. <laughs> Jane Seymour and Sully? <laughs> I, yes, I assume so. <laughs> Jane, like, yeah, Jane Drew, Seymour thanks. and famous pilot over the Hudson. Yeah, that's no, that, that's the, it's the Indian guy. I'm going to be quiet now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, the one that looks like Renegade? <laughs> no Lorenzo like Lamas fans out there. <laughs> All right. 
Uh, so, but yeah, it's getting hot up there in that projection booth, and uh, not from the steamy action on screen. Uh, apparently, one of the AC vents is blocked. And uh, he's like, all right, I'm going to pop this off and go check it out. Spoiler alert, Snags got him. <laughs> Just sucks him right up. And then the, I don't know, the manager or whatever comes up and he's like, well, yeah, damn, you're right. It is hot up here. Oh, what's going on in here? And he, but uh, th- this time it gets him from the ceiling. Ah, the blob. <laughs> oh, that's right. This is where they said the name of the town was like uh, Ar- Arbor Vale or something like that, right? Something like that. I can't. I can't remember. Arborville? Is that a real town? Let's see. <laughs> yep, Arborville, California. Is is that a real town? So it says, although the movie takes place in Arborville, California, uh, filmmakers chose to shoot the film in downtown Abbeville. Uh, specific locations included Vermilion Catholic High School, uh, High School, uh, Magdalene. Square and Abbeville Courthouse and Frank's Theater. Nice. Well, there you go, Central California. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the town's on quarantine. That's right. They tell uh, uh, Brian and Meg to like, hey, just hop in the van here. They're going to take you back to town. We'll have this all sorted out before any time. And of course, uh, Brian's like, hey, I don't know about that shit. I, uh, I, I have seen this in a movie somewhere. Uh, so... <laughs> yeah i don't know he he like just uh well yeah that's right he gets in the back and that's right he uses the ratchet set to like escape like out the the back of the van <laughs> mm-hmm. uh but yeah but meg's like whatever i'm going it <laughs> like shuts the door behind him i'm like cold-blooded <laughs> uh but yeah back in uh downtown arborville or whatever they're uh, rounding up all the citizens like you know it's it, it looks like red dawn for a bit uh <laughs> Avenge me, boy! <laughs> Daddy! But Meg, uh, she, she like, sneaks out to, like, oh, that's right, they're, like, looking for the little brother. Like, like oh, yeah, I think it was... <laughs> I know where he is. He's at the movies with that asshole friend of his. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I gotta go save him. The the, the upcoming death yeah. is probably one of the most, like... I, I mean, again, Nightmare Fuel was earlier. This is more, like... Oh, come on. Drew, take it away. Oh, well, when they finally escape the theater after the blob is erupting from the uh, the projecting room, it starts chasing them. They get down into the sewer. They got to escape. Oh, right? oh Drew, sewer? Drew, Drew. Let's not skip the mayhem that is the theater when people are like, <laughs> when the rude guy gets snagged up and, you know, they see the blob like blocking all the exits and everybody's as like, she, ah, running around. And she kind of like reaches over and she turns the young girl who's like half face on the ground. Yeah, and as she's oh. turning her, her face is like melting off. I mean, yeah, it's pure panic. It's mayhem. But, man, I no, nothing... I don't think like anything kind of hits hard, but also slightly as disappointing as when like an innocent dies in a movie. And especially for this, like all they wanted was a movie. All they wanted was some fright, but it didn't have to be real, Steve. <laughs> it didn't have to be like this. Not, Not like, like this. Yeah. Not like this. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, so, yeah. I almost, <laughs> I almost thought like the first time when I watched this, I thought she pushed him into the water. Not that he got snagged and dragged. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. They're down in the sewers, and uh, 
uh, the the friend I, I remember his name Jack or something like that probably. But yeah, he gets fucking snagged in the water, and then and then when she like jumped in or whatever after him, I'm like, um, all right, that's on you. I wouldn't do <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, no, it's like, um, you're not gonna. No, he's clearly gone. Leave him alone. Let him die. But of course, just like every other person that we see, you know, getting kind of gooped up, we we got to watch them partially melted. Yeah. We got to watch them being deformed, and just man, watching the kid. <laughs> I mean, more oh, nightmare yeah, fuel. Yeah, it was horrible. It was horrible. Yeah, no, definitely, oh, yeah. definitely no hashtag child murder on this podcast. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, babe. No, no, no child murder. Only hand stuff. <laughs> That's right. Only hand stuff. You can exchange for it. Your local credit union, apparently. At a, at Drew's like, I think legally I'm supposed to leave this conversation. <laughs> Lee. Well. Hi, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you guys broke up there. What'd you say? Anyway, moving on. <laughs> you said you said band stuff? Yeah, we have a band. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so so uh, yeah, drama or uh, Brian or whatever. He's uh, wandering around the town. And he hears guys like talking about, "All right, I've got the city all locked up." But we can't tell them that it's a you know experimental virus that morphed into some sort of predator and is going around eating people. Nope, can't do, can't talk about that. <laughs> and then one guy's like, "Well, yeah, but at the rate it's growing, there may not be a United States in a week." And uh, you know what that means? Biological warfare. We gotta be on top of it. That's how you become a world power. <laughs> uh, message. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Thematic elements. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. They were like, well, what about Meg and the kids? Expendable. <laughs> <laughs> I expect Stallone to come in stage right like, oh, that's a pretty good idea for a movie. <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I have that? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the drama escapes and he uh, hops on a motorcycle and gets chased around town a little bit. And then, oh man, he's coming up on that bridge from earlier. Remember that? And he starts revving it. Oh, stuttering again. Oh, shit. Now there's also being shot at. And then this fucking shot of him kneeling over the bridge as the helicopter is passing overhead and the truck is like rolling off of the side into the, 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 the ditch or whatever. Fucking awesome. It, it really is. I mean, it, it's man. What was it? What was the uh, Evil Knievel jump? Was that the Great Escape? Uh, evil Knievel? It was not not Evil Knievel, but I mean like the the the, the style of like oh, you know oh, the, the big the, motorcycle the jump. Oh, the Steve McQueen. Uh, yeah, yeah, Steve yeah, McQueen, yeah, yeah, Great yeah. Escape. Yeah, 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 totally. And I love how also like does he like like flip him off like <laughs> when he's on the other side? And that's what you you like. know you want like in the background just to hear like. Here I go again on my own. Going down the only road, I never know. As the truck like rolls over and explodes, boom. Either that or like, I don't want to close my eyes. Oh shit! No, no, it's fucking meatloaf. It's like bat out of hell or something. It's easy. And I got bat like a bat out of hell. Yeah, so, uh, so yeah, after that awesomeness, uh, yeah, he drives away, and then, yeah, he, he, oh, that's right, he, like, uh, he ends up going in the sewer, 
meanwhile, the government's planning, like, all right, we can probably contain it if we just shut these, like, three valves or whatever. And I'm like, no, because you know it can go through, like, anything, including, like, the sewer tops and shit. So, or the, the manhole covers, so. It's like an octopus. It, yeah. It's it's made to maneuver and get in anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? What was that? <laughs> Uh, so yeah, then we see, uh, we see a rat. <laughs> uh, wait, what rat? The rat that was right over the... RUN! <laughs> <laughs> and they go running through the sewers. Oh yeah, this is where, uh, the kid with the Walkman gets snagged. Okay, it's, I thought it was a little earlier, but... Yeah. Uh, fucking awesome. Uh, <laughs> but then, uh, oh, yeah, so yeah, Meg, uh, uh, the little brother or whatever... Uh, her, he and Meg, they're, they're like trying to like climb up this pipe or something to get to the the manhole cover and get out of there. And that you see the b- giant blob like at the bottom, like trying to like morph and like reach Aww. up or whatever at her. And uh, it's making some cool noises at this point. Like it's starting to like have a personality. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! It starts talking like Predator. It's like want some candy. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> Actually, probably the only words he's ever heard is, Oh, shit! Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, run! Kill it. Kill it with fire. Oh, wait, Shoot fire doesn't work. Shoot it. Oh, God, bullets don't work. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, so they gotta get to the top, and the government's just like, Oh, look, there it is. <laughs> Oh, that's right, there's like the three guys down in there, too, and they get, like, instantly murdered. Uh, well, two of them, anyway. And, uh, I don't know, like, Meg falls down, like, run! And <laughs> she starts running. She meets, uh, runs into Johnny Drama, and they hop on the motorcycle and bike off. Oh, no, the valve is closed. I swear this was just open, though. And they see the blob coming down the tube, like, yeah. we're not gonna make it, are we? Hold on! <laughs> starts running the bike on it, and it, he goes on the side of the tube and, like, got it up and over it. Oh, shit, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and then they uh, run into, like, the, the, the one government guy that's still alive. And he's like, he was supposed to be like this. We were trying to... <laughs> and, <laughs> and like, yeah, whatever. How do we get out of here? We came from this way. Maybe that'll still work. And uh, they, like, get to the manhole, <laughs> get close to the manhole. The government guys are, like, looking down. They're like... Yep, close it. <laughs> and they even like park a truck on top of it and like stop it. I'm like, oh, that's fucked up. But the uh, the blob's still coming. <laughs> and he's like, I'm sorry, Meg. I'm really sorry. I don't know how we got in this situation. Hey, is that a Laws rocket? <laughs> what? Why are you carrying this around? You know what? Does it work? Cool. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> We see the fucking uh, truck on top of the manhole cover explode. And, just... and then they just kind of crawl out and like grab a gun as everyone's like, whoa, what the fuck just happened? And there's a whole like Mexican uh, standoff like, oh, you got to shoot him. He's he's contagious. That guy, he's he's going to kill you all with, with the disease, the blob thing. <laughs> I don't know, whatever. <laughs> kill it with fire. That's right. <laughs> Everything burns. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Giant drama's like, no, what it is is the, uh, you know, they're they're planning on destroying, you know, blowing up the whole town, and and the doctor's like, ah, fuck this shit, and like grabs a gun, 
Yeah. But then, Drew, what happens? Well, he done get grabbed, and he's being pulled under. And But I love the fact that, like, it engulfs him inside the suit first. Oh, yeah. Because then enough force is not even being, I mean, like, again, the force is pulling him down, but there's enough force of him being pulled down, being braced by the gun on top of the manhole cover to snap it in half. I I think that's, I think that's just so cool to show the absolute power of this, of this creature. And then uh, like the government guys, they just like go to the manhole cover and just start shooting down into the sewers to kill it. And they're like, all right, hand me that depth charge or whatever. Drop it down. Chew on this slime ball. Boom! <laughs> and, like, I, I, I'm assuming the entire sewer infrastructure of this town is just completely fucking destroyed from right? all this. Oh, sure. Sure. Like, like it, it's sure, just it's, gone. it's all clay pipes from the 20s or whatever, and now it's being, like, napalmed and shit, but... Yeah, then, uh, yeah, that's it, guys. Roll crit. Wait. There's a rumbling. Oh, shit, I think we just pissed it off. And then it just, like, crushes the dude. And we see it coming out of the water. Ah! Or out of the manhole cover, and it's this giant blob. And it's, like, crushing dudes and snagging others. And, I don't know, the, the father's gone nuts, and he's screaming, Oh, the end is nigh! Just absolute mayhem in the streets. But then, babe. Steve. What's, like, besides Annette, what's the ultimate weapon that always comes to the rescue? Flamethrower? A flamethrower to yeah! the rescue! <laughs> nope, just pissed it off more! Boom! <laughs> Fucking uh, guy in the flamethrower explodes. And then he catches the Reverend on fire. Ah, my face! Ah, my sweet, lovely face! Jesus, save me! <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I think Meg or whatever grabs like a fire extinguisher and it like starts blasting. Oh no no it. she she grabs um, a gun and she's screaming at it like you can do better than that motherfucker. Oh that's right. <laughs> oh that's right. No, it's drama that had the extinguisher, right? Maybe yeah. Somebody, somebody. I, I just I remember her on top of the car. Yeah, like <laughs> shooting at it, like because clearly it's effective because you watched all the other people do it and it, and it died right. Yeah, yeah, totally. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, and uh, somehow they figure out that it can't stand the cold, and I'm like, oh, okay, so we just wait, wait it out till winter? Huh? No, anyway. Well, they noticed that earlier when they went into the freezer, because when it tried to come under the door, yeah. it backed out quickly, but... Yeah, but, uh, yeah, the whole town, they're, they're running to the church, so they hold up in there, and, yeah, they're, like, using the extinguisher to keep it from, like, coming in the door or whatever there. And then and Drew uh, Barrymore shows up and blows them all up. That's right. I'm sorry, Daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, George C. Scott shows up now. Uh, (laughs) As as Native American John Redcorn or whatever his name is in that show. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, so Johnny Drama has an idea and he goes back to Moss's garage to get the, the Snowmaster truck, the, you know, Makes all the snow, I assume, for the ski resorts we'll never see. And, uh... <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. One, one truck. One truck does all that work. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just one. That's all it takes. And, uh, oh, this is also when uh, the deputy, uh, Paul McCrane or whatever, he uh, he shows up and gets snagged by the, the blob and gets, like, just, just folded in half, like, sucked through a window or something. 
<laughs> Only his second best on-screen death. Yeah. If uh, if you hear some crunching in the background, the puppy has decided now is the time to destroy some toys. So yeah, of course it, it's setting atmosphere uh, for the the town being in mayhem yeah. and being destroyed by as the one does. Yep. And then uh, yeah, so he starts blast. Uh, Johnny Drama starts blasting it with the snow, and uh, you know runs at it or, or like goes to like rum it, <laughs> ram it or whatever. And then just, I don't know, the blob just kind of, like, flips it. Like, whoop. <laughs> it's like, get out of here with that. Like, what? Well, get out of here. And it, like, rolls over and then, like, starts covering the truck. So it's completely covered in blob. Oh, no, he's fucked. And then, yeah, this is when Meg shows up. She grabs the gun and is like, is that all you got, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> and then, okay, so then, like, she I, I pulled, like, a string or something. I assumed it was, like, to a bunch of grenades. And, okay, she's, like, on top of, like, a tanker truck or something and, like, like, suck on this and, like, throws it. And then she, like, turns, like, run away, but I guess her foot got caught. And the way she fucking, yeah, like, she, falls she, forward like, and just over. face plants on this fucking thing, I'm like, well, she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it's literally like a swing splat. I mean, the, the, the way that, like, how hard she hit, like, she bounced. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, that uh, oh. that nose is in her brain, I think. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so she's stuck there, and I assume knocked out. Uh, drama gets free somehow. Don't worry about it. Uh, but he, like, gets her and is like, all right, let's go. And, like, they run away a couple steps, and then, boom, all these grenades and shit go off. And I guess it also exploded the truck. So then it also made everything freeze and turn into snow and ice. All right. It it created a, a winter wonderland and it uh it froze the blob and basically like shattered it into a bunch of little pieces. It it attacked it at a cellular level. Yeah. And uh and so then it's snowing like it's uh the end of fucking uh, Edward Scissorhands or something and everybody's like, "Oh, oh yeah. we, we did it." And uh, you know, Brian and Meg, they hug. They don't kiss. They just hug. I don't know, like, "Well, I guess we should uh take this to the ice house before it melts." And I'm like, "Great exposition." <laughs> so yeah. then then we cut to some time later and we see one of them uh them random snake worshipping tent sermons going on out in the middle of nowhere. Drew, what's happening? Oh, well, the Reverend is having a nice little sermon, and, you know, he's doing his thing. He's obviously had some time to recover from his burn injuries. He now has that one little blind eye, and he's he's preaching the good word, and he's spreading the message. But it's not until he goes into the back that, you know, we he actually starts to look like... Uh, uh, the dude from Firestarter because he's got yeah. the one blind eye, yeah. and I love I love his little like his uh, his right hand lady who's all like Reverend, is this it? Are we done for? And he's like, No, no, I have God on my side. <laughs> like you know, like I like, and I'll be like his messenger, and we'll have a reckoning. And th- this this completely opened a door for a sequel, yeah. which would have been. Just fantastic. But unfortunately, this movie tanked. <laughs> Save it for fun facts, Drew. No. But I but like yeah. talking. <laughs> well, yeah, guys. Roll credits. That's the blob. Yeah! Drew, what'd you think? 
I really like this Me movie. Me too. <laughs> this movie's amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm mad I hadn't seen it before. <laughs> this movie is really difficult to advertise. Like, just showing clips of it, it seems stupid as shit. Yeah. But yeah. it's, like, without spoiling the really good, like, Cronenberg-style effects. Oh, yeah, well, see, now you do it. From the director of Scorpion King. Yeah. And the writer of Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. <laughs> See, and, and earlier, Steve, when you said that you hadn't seen it, I called you Nick because you're like Nick Haskins, who has not seen any movies. <laughs> <laughs> He's seen Batman, apparently. <laughs> so but many which times. One? Which one? <laughs> There's only one. <laughs> that can be only one. Ah. Uh, so yeah, baby, you liked it too? Fucking love it. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, guys, check it out. It's it's streaming places. Get a Blu-ray from Screen Factory. Join the Blood Bank. Whatever you gotta do, check it out. I, I think getting a, a Blu-ray or joining the Screen Fa- or the uh, the Blood Bank is probably your only options because it's it's currently at this moment not streaming anywhere. Not anywhere? As far as as far as I understand it. I think you have to rent it. I don't think it's uh oh, I don't oh, think it's yeah, streaming yeah, yeah. anywhere. Yeah, I mean, sure, you'd like have to rent it, but it's Prime or something. Right, right, right. Sorry, what I meant to say is it's not streaming for free anywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's not like it's uh, what is it? King Kong Lives. That's like Ugh. you can't get. Can't even get it streaming anywhere. That's why you got to get the DVD and well worth it. Or what else were we trying to get? Where like the DVDs were like ninety dollars because they're out of print. Link. Was it Link? <laughs> Guys, we love eight movies. You know this. I don't, or like Wild Zero. Try finding Wild Zero. Oh, yeah, we yeah. had to steal ours from Netflix. <laughs> Thanks, Netflix. Uh, so yeah, I guess Apparently, King Kong, uh, King Kong Lives is on Hoopla. The fuck is That's Hoopla? not a real thing. I... <laughs> That's how you get viruses. Yeah. Pornhub, you say. <laughs> Did you guys ever get a copy of King Kong Lives? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's fantastic. Okay, good. I mean, it's no Blu-ray, 4K, Ultra, whatever, but you don't need it. It's right? it's 1985's King Kong Lives. On it doesn't get better. On that note, Vinegar Syndrome, we know you're listening. Get on it. Yeah, get on that Congo, mm, the Congo edition. Vinegar Syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, on that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Oh, but as mentioned, when we come back, we have more beer. <gasps> Fun facts. What? And what we learn from the blurb. Yeah. The blurb. <laughs> blurb. <laughs> Is that like Judge Dredd reading? Or <laughs> I know. That's all in my head. Blah. 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 With Armando Sante in Return of the Blah. Hey, you know what? I'd watch, watch it. it. Yeah, yeah, totally. The star of Prophecy? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now 
Hey everybody, are you looking for the perfect stocking stuffer for the holidays? Do you like supporting the arts? Well then you need to check out untidyvenus.etsy.com, the top one-stop shop that always pops her top. Are you a fan of dinosaurs? Snacks? Dinosaurs made out of snacks? Movie monsters? Unicorns? Cats? Dogs? Rats? Shrimp? Pokemon? Tie-dye? Paracord bracelets? Paracord dog leashes? Enamel pins? Coloring books? Block prints? Watercolor? Pet portraits? Buttons? Magnets? Stickers? Bottle openers? Artist trading cards? Or really anything else that's awesome? Then stop on by untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com. New items are popping up all the time, so be sure to follow her on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon at Untidy Venus. Or visit her website at izzycreates.com for the latest. Did I mention the Snackosaurs? How about Gary the Unicorns? Untidyvenus.etsy.com, the goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Check it out now. I love the smell of movies in the morning. There's no feeling in podcasts. There's no feeling in podcasts. This podcast will be quite operational when your friends subscribe. Feels. Real feels. Not the feels. Not the feels. Out of all the podcasts I've encountered, Real Feels was the most human. Hey, it's Drew. And Nathan. And Jack. Hey, guys, and we're the Real Feels Podcast. We come to you every other Wednesday with a brand new movie of a different genre every single time. So make sure to catch us on iTunes, Podbean, and any other podcatcher out there. You're the realist. And the feelist. Come to yeah Hey, this is Heather. Hey, this is Liz. And we are Nerdy Bitches Podcast. A show where two geeky ladies podcast their way through pop culture. From our favorite fandoms to the occasional girl talk in our ongoing book club. We bring everything to you with a feminine eye. You can find us on all of your favorite podcatchers, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music, and at our own website, nerdybitches.com. You can also find us at our new home on the Age of Radio Podcast Network, along with other great shows at ageofradio.org. Make sure to connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. See you soon. Hey, Stephen Izzy, it's your old pal Mark Summers from the Nickelodeon Days, Double Dare, and many other shows. But uh, I'm here to say, everything I learned from movies is unbelievable. What a great job you guys have done. Please tell me you don't feed Twinkies to the cats. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve, those are the greatest ads that have ever added. In the history of adding. Oh, she said it. Oh, they get better every week. Uh, Babe, I don't know about you. After watching this juicy movie. Yeah. So juicy. I was thinking maybe drinking something a little juicy. Yeah! <clears throat> From Uinta Brewing, we have their juicy IPA with Star Party Yeast. Wait cashmere. Just a second. Sushi, stop. Stop. No, you can't have the cat chew on the couch. Sushi! That's enough. Go. Go. You need to go. Sushi. With Star Party Yeast, Cashmere, El Dorado, and Strata Hops. 8.2% alcohol by volume. There we go. Who does not want Strata Hops? Nope. And my top? Oh! His top! <laughs> Take that dog. <laughs> That's how you segue. And my top? You wanna. <laughs> Babe. Are you okay? Oh, that'd be a great Sorry, fucking mom. She, she was holding a cup upside down. And like, why aren't you pouring beer into it? Like, uh, many reasons. Oh, I'm just slightly distracted. <laughs> All right, ready? Yes. The poor. Mommy needs a drink. Yeah. Mommy needs her cough medicine. 
Mommy needs her mommy juice. All right. Beautiful amber-colored beverage. Has a gorgeous foamy head. Lots of tiny bubbles that are lingering. Lingering around. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, nice. uh, Yeah, it's a pretty pleasant little uh, hop note there on the aroma. Ooh, yeah. It's a little floral, a little piney. Mm -hmm. Smells really fresh. Yeah, wow. Oh, super juicy. Yeah, it's Mm -hmm. like... Like a little bit of orange juice or something in there with a, with a little bit of pine, too. Like, yeah. Sushi! Sushi, come on, buddy. Hey, hey, come here. Right. You, oh, you, yeah. guys, uh, you guys do this part. I'm going to make him a Kong real quick. <laughs> make sure it's a King Kong lives. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, great beer. You went to you went to brewing. Salt Lake City, Utah. Check it out. No, 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 no. Drew, I've been an ass. Are you drinking anything on your end? Well, you know what? I don't have any uh, alcohol because I'm not really a beer person. However, uh, in in color thematic sense, I, I do have a, uh, a fruit punch rock star uh, right next Ooh. to me. So it's it's nice and red, and the color of the actual drink is more of a uh, kind of like a bright like a uh, a bright pinkish red. So the color is just right. Oh, like a like and, a hibiscus. And my <laughs> and my shirt, my shirt actually matches the exact color. Of the blob <laughs> today. Recording with your beverages. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. Nice. Well, um, would either of you be interested in any fun facts? Only uh, if they're super fun facts because of fun, fun facts. Yeah, definitely. Also, Steve, I'd like you to know that Sushi is enjoying a premium Kong tail. Ooh. <laughs> Google it, people. It's a dog thing. <laughs> all right guys we're on tomatoes oh my what do we think the critics thought of 1988 the blob drew would you like to go first <sighs> i'm gonna go can we say f- man it, it it didn't do well in the theaters which definitely would reflect the rotten tomato score i want to say 58 is he I think that the critics suck big, hairy, fat blob balls and don't know what they're fucking talking about, so I'm going to go with my super generous 17%. Drew is closest. Uh, it's actually fresh. 62% with the critics. Oh, and uh, 56, Really? 56 with the audience, so close. But yeah, just right around that, uh, that fresh berry. Okay. I mean, like, it, it, still, it didn't do well, but it's still so impressive of a film. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I so think, I knew I didn't think it was going to be that low. Yeah, uh, as you mentioned, nineteen million dollar budget, eight point two million worldwide gross. Uh, so yeah, so it's sad, pretty bad. But but yeah, I guess the people that did watch it were lucky enough to uh, watch a damn good movie. There you go. Uh, fun fact: about nine million dollars of the budget went to the visual effects. It shows. Yeah. Like oh, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was pretty legit. <laughs> All right, the partially dissolved but still alive soldier was performed by stuntman Noble Craig, a triple amputee who lost both legs and an arm and an eye while serving in Vietnam. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I think that's the one they, like, turn over and he's, like, all kinds of melted. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, The big stunt beat with Brian jumping the ravine on his motorcycle while a helicopter flies overhead and a truck crashes were all captured in camera with all those elements actually in the shot. 
both tires blew out on the motorcycle when it landed, and the stunt double, quote, held the bike up with his upper body strength and his fucking feet, according to Chuck Russell, who I assume is Australian by my accent. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I just assume anybody stuntman related is Australian. <laughs> right? I think it's a reasonable suspicion. <laughs> yeah, it's at least 50-50. You know what I mean? Uh, the overhead shot in the... Oh, here we are. The overhead shot in the phone booth where the blob explodes against Fran oh, was, no. a was accomplished using a three-foot uh, phone booth model, an articulated doll of... Uh, oh, thank God. ...of Fran, and air mortars blasting her. Oh, thank God. I'm like, there's no way that... Please don't let that Drew, be real. Drew, but... No, no! They also said they were originally going to take a full body and face live castings of her and uh, create a life-size dummy, but they tried Junior and, yeah, just didn't work at full size, so they had to use miniatures. I, it's just so violent. I'm thinking that oh, yeah. has to be a double. That has to be a double. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's But a... it's done so quick. It's done so quickly... That you don't have time to really notice that it couldn't have been. Yeah, you have to get that Blu-ray, watch it frame by frame, and zoom in and enhance. And, uh, <laughs> enhance. That's on Blu-rays, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's on every Blu-ray. <laughs> Not just porn. Uh, <laughs> uh, and apparently uh, Donovan Leach, who played Paul, took Shawnee Smith, who played Meg, to his senior prom at Hollywood High School. Uh, he wrote her a thank you note yes. afterwards, which he kept for years. Oh, and then apparently that it was after that they appeared in this movie. Huh. Mm-hmm. Nice. Good for them. <laughs> Love is in the air. <laughs> oh, wait, no, he got eight. That's right. <laughs> then she ended up with drama. Yeah. But Drew, Izzy, we've reached the most important part. <gasps> what did we learn from the blood? The blab. The blab. Uh, Drew, as our guest, would you like to go first? Oh, of course. Well, I learned that apparently if you want to be the coolest kid in town and the smoothest dick around, you need to have a well-stocked trunk ready for any and all sleazy occasions. I thought you were going to talk about Steve Martin's penis beauty cream there for a second. <laughs> Right, it's the only beauty there. cream with a picture of my penis on it. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, look it up. No. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do it. It's a trick. <laughs> <laughs> so many pictures of Steve Martin's penis on the internet. I mean, that is what he's known for. <laughs> yes, yes, mighty cocksmith Steve Martin. Izzy, how about you? <laughs> what did you learn? I learned that Steve Martin's dick is all over the internet. <laughs> no! <laughs> also, I learned ribbed. Yeah. <laughs> ribbed. Uh, let's see what I learned. Uh, police stations don't accept credit cards. <laughs> oh, I also learned uh, how the dinosaurs disappeared overnight. Apparently. Yep. Apparently it wasn't Germs! <laughs> ribbed wait what <laughs> <laughs> ribbed ribbed germs <laughs> well true on that note thank you so much for joining us here on everything i learned from movies um 
I understand you also have a podcast. This is true. So my friends and I, Jack and Nathan, we are on the Real Feels podcast where every other Wednesday we will bring you a brand new movie with a different movie genre every single time to match. And we would love to make you laugh, give you some movie facts and just, you know, sit down and just bullshit. It's a good time. And I'm sorry, what was the name of your other co-host? I heard about Jack and Nathan, but... Oh, that's me, Drew. I'm also on there. Okay. No, I mean... Because his nickname is Jack and Nathan. Oh, that's cute. Ha ha, ha ha. Jack and Nathan. (laughs) Steve, cut that shit. Um... (laughs) It's like, who's your other co-host? And I was all like, you mean Frodo? Frodo's right here. (laughs) Frodo, get the the door. door. (laughs) Get the door, buddy. Good luck if that cat figures out how to open doors. Yeah. Oh my god. I don't know what I don't want to know what would happen. He's never been outside. <laughs> Drew staying in the doorway. You shall not pass. <laughs> So that's the Real Feels Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> With Drew and his buddy Jack and Nathan. And <laughs> Yep, Jack and Nathan. Uh is he are you on the internet at all? Nope, can't be found. Oh, that's too bad. Wait, oh, wait. I'm everywhere oh. at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Sorry, am I pulling the headphones too much? I think it was my fault. No, no, no. Um, C's got his finger on the cord because we share headsets. <laughs> One singular headset. Uh, but yes, Untidy Venus on all the social medias. You can also find my goods and wares at untidyvenus.etsy.com. But if you want a better sale because Etsy's been fucking me over so to jack up all my prices, just message me directly hey. on any of those social medias and I will catch you a hell of a deal. Because Etsy's decided 60% is more what they should be charging me. Oh, God. Yeah. So yeah, hashtag fuck Etsy. Um, you can and also find my Patreon at Untidy Venus. Guys, for $4 a month, you can join my Sticker of the Month Club. Every month I will stickers. send you one of my vinyl waterproof UV resistant stickers with a handwritten card. It's amazing. And it's only $4 a month, plus lots of other levels. And the stickers are quite great. A lot of them adorn my fridge. <gasps> Shit, yeah. Uh, Izzy, it's also October. Oh, it is Isn't October. Isn't there something else special going on? Yes, you guys, join my Kickstarter. That's right. Don't worry. We put in a man's bank account name so they won't fuck with my bills this time. <laughs> but Kickstarter, we're giving them one more shot. Uh, we're doing Gary the Unicorns. We got Halloween Garys. There's a glow-in-the-dark mummy Gary glitter. Pumpkin Gary just to get started. Plus many, many more. If you guys are willing to donate, it's amazing. Steve? Yes. Where can we find you? You can find me everywhere on all the major podcatchers under everything I learned from movies. And of course, you can us up directly on Twitter, Facebook, and Patreon at EILF Movies. That's everything, everything I, learned I learned from, from movies. movies. But most importantly, you can find me over at Kickstarter, uh, helping Izzy with the uh, Gary the Unicorns and trying to raise all that money because, guys, she makes some amazing stuff. And we want to get she you She really some cool does. Stuff. And, guys, if you want to, like, finance your own Gary the Unicorn, you got your chance, and it's actually a pretty decent price. So, yeah, go check it out. Kickstarter.com, Gary the Unicorns, Untidy Venus, you know all that stuff. Drew, I'll ask you, if you could have any kind of spooky Gary the Unicorn, what would you what, what would you do? Hmm. I mean, we already heard about the Mummy Gary and the Pumpkin Gary. Yeah, we already have Glow-in-the-Dark Skeleton Gary. You know what I would do? I would have Gary the Unicorn dressed up slightly as a werewolf, 
but I want a little moon hanging off of his horn so it's right in front of him. Yes! So, so a were-pony is what you're thinking. Yeah, a were-pony. You know, all the love in the world is in the eyes of a pony. <laughs> Guys, that's Stand Against Evil starring friends of the podcast. Uh, Dana Gould, Janet Varney, John C. McGinley, and more. Check it out. See the were-pony episode. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I guess until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And I'm Drew. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned From Movies. Have a good night, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. Blah. Blah. I can make him all blah. Oh, shit, Bob. I can make him You could almost make him look like a little gelatinous cube.